Aqui é o Rafael, estamos em Copacabana, no Rio de Janeiro, e esse é o Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. Olá, 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 bom dia. Welcome to another Chris Arnold Travel Podcast from Latin America. I am Christ the Podcaster, coming at you from the legendary samba-rific Brazilian city, Rio de Janeiro. Cheers as always to the people tuning in to this strictly online show. Maybe one day the BBC World Service will pick me up for the 3am slot on Radio 4. Anyway, on with the podcast. Here comes episode 24. Qu Quattro Bente. Qu episode 24. Way back in 2015, when we booked the main flights for our eight-month trip, there were a few standout events that we had planned. The Great Wall of China, the Great Barrier Reef, and of course, the Great Carnival of Rio de Janeiro. We landed in the city a day after the carnival had started, and even at the airport the vibe was upbeat and jovial. The floor cleaners were gliding along on rollerblades, and a dog walked past me with a flower necklace on. We got outside, I hailed a cab and shouted, Driver, take us to the... And step on it. Our driver, Eduardo, was more than happy to oblige. In exchange for a cash payment, of course. But still, he looked happy about it. We arrived in the midst of what I can only describe as carnival madness. People littered the streets, fancy dress outfits and glitter on every corner. Vendors everywhere with huge crates of cerveja and cassacha, aka the vodka of Brazil. Music poured out of absolutely everywhere. We were staying with a friend of a friend of a friend in... We dropped off our bags and hit the streets, meeting up with friend of a friend, an all-round great guy called Rafael Afonso. I enjoyed his company immensely. He told me that he avoided military service in Brazil by forgetting to bring his glasses to the medical, which made me laugh for about 10 minutes. Raf took us to a few blocos to kick things off. These are essentially free street parties. Some can be small and intimate. Some see tens of thousands of revelers line up for it. We went to a variety of them. The most enjoyable being the bus blockos, where a samba band sits on the top deck, blasting out tunes and driving along, whilst an eager crowd follows behind, as well as the Sargento Pimenta blocko, also known as the Beatles blocko. This took place in the enormous Parque de Mangiberas. I thought this one would be busy, but I didn't realize just how busy it would be. I later checked and almost 200,000 people were in attendance. We spent five days in Rio during what is surely the biggest party on the planet, and much of it blurs into one long samba boogie. Everywhere you look, people are either dancing, drinking, eating, or copping off with one another. It's hedonism in its purest form, and it's spectacular to see on such a grand scale. Thanks to Raphael, we managed to get some cheap tickets to the biggest event in town, the Samba Drone. This is where we were able to witness the most iconic parts of the carnival, the huge floats rolling through the crowds, ingeniously and intricately designed, along with thousands of dancers perfectly synchronized in their movement. I would describe it as lovely stuff. After an intense but certainly enjoyable time soaking up the carnival delights, we decided to check out some of the more touristy aspects of the city, the beaches of Ipanema and... And a two-hour trek through the rainforest up to our good old pal Christ the Redeemer. Although it did surprise me that his mum resides some 4,000 kilometers away in Chile. 
Must be family problems. Anyway, after about only 50 meters into our rainforest hike, all the carnival booze immediately came flowing out of my paws and continued to do so for the next two hours. The forest was hot and muggy, furry little monkeys and marmosets scattered past us, and helicopters would occasionally fly over. I was wearing my current favourite bandana, a red floral affair, and I started to imagine that I was Charlie Sheen's character in Platoon. From the top of the hill you can marvel at the incredible panoramic view in the company of a hundred foot tall Jesus. Ah, giant Jesus. When we weren't out carnivaling or being tourists, I enjoyed sitting back and enjoying one of my favourite abroad based pastimes, watching The Simpsons in another language. That is classic Marge. After Rio, we headed out east for a few days in Cabo Frio with Rafael and his friends, made up of a German, a Danish, a Colombian, and three Americans. Cabo Frio translates as Cold Cape, yet it was boiling when we were there, much like it wasn't very chilly in Chile. Someone needs to rename these South American locations. The next couple of days were very enjoyable. We found turtles while snorkeling in nearby Ayer de Cabo, watched Lars the Danish guy windsurf on Cabo Frio Beach, enjoyed a man sing Bee Gees classics whilst we ate at a fish restaurant called Club Fish, and marvelled at a golden Bridget Bardo statue in Buzios. Apparently she located to the area back in the day, bringing with it a wealth of tourism. Shame she's a daft old racist nowadays, but these things happen. You're a daft racist. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 24 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast, everyone. And a huge thanks to Raphael for looking after us in Rio and beyond. What a great guy. BBC World Service, if you're listening, my email is chris at coolbeansproductions.co.uk and I'm eagerly waiting contact from you. Seriously, I'm eager and waiting contact from you. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.